Welcome to the UAC podcast. UAC was founded to create a place for the most successful chiropractors from different backgrounds and around the world who could come together to mastermind and create lifelong lasting friendships. Our profession's unique and surrounding yourself with the genius inside of UAC is a formula to grow personally and professionally into the life you've always known you're capable of achieving. I'm Dr. Alan Miner with Dr. Brian Capra, and this is the best practices section of the UAC podcast. Welcome to Chiropractic's Brain Trust. Welcome, everybody, to the UAC Best Practices podcast. I'm Dr. Alan Miner with Dr. Brian Capra, and today we have a special guest, Dr. Jeff Langmay. Dr. Brian, why don't you introduce him? Well, uh, uh, thanks so much, Jeff. Uh, really excited that you were able to join. This is the best practices, like uh, Alan said, for UAC. And this is the, the portion where we get to hopefully share a little tidbit. You know, we don't have a ton of time, but we want to share something, a little nugget that somebody could take and, and implement into their practice. Uh, Dr. Jeff is a, a great friend and UAC member as well um, and has some really special uh, gifts, I would say, when it comes to marketing. So we could probably talk here forever and give people a goldmine of information. But one of the things we spoke about earlier was was emails. And I know you have uh, amazing results with emails. And a lot of times people think things like email and direct mail are kind of dead, but those old things are now new again. So maybe you can share a little bit about what you know and what's working out there. For people. I'd be happy to do so, guys. Thanks so much for having me on. Uh, I feel like UAC is the place where I go to learn about best practices. So I'm honored to come on and share. And I would encourage everybody listening and watching to get involved if they're not currently involved, because we talk about stuff like this all the time in the sessions and outside the sessions. I'm honored to come on and talk a little bit about email. I think it traces back to the money is in the list. So many dogs, there's a graphic I put up at the last conference and it's kind of a, a picture of a doc standing on top of a pile of gold, looking out at a shiny object. And many of us fall into that as human beings. We're like, what's new, what's great? But email needs to be the foundation. I put up a post yesterday and it basically said the number one thing you can do for your practice in 2023 is to stop ignoring your email list because so many docs out there, I feel like they might send an email once a quarter, maybe if the practice is going to be closed or if something changes, but they don't utilize it as a tool for marketing. And email is one of the most powerful ways to market your practice. And that goes through all three phases of care as we would define it from new patient acquisition Email can help with that. Retention throughout your active care plan, critical. Email is a critical component of that. And then long-term, of course, retention by staying top of mind and continuing that relationship. And in my mind, kind of coming full circle with that, and I'll let you guys guide and direct on where we want to dive into the details there, but it really encompasses the entire patient journey. It's a critical touch point. The money is in the list. It's sitting there all day, every day waiting. You have people that know, like, and trust you, hundreds, maybe thousands of past or inactive patients. When's the last time you reached out and said hello? And when I talk email marketing, the final thing I'll say of it uh, before we dive into some specific details is I view email marketing as a once a week activity. It is not once a month. It's not once a quarter. It's a once a week activity. And the pushback is always, that sounds like a lot. One email is too much once a year if it's trash. An email a day is welcome if it's high value. In a chiropractic and a healthcare practice, a one-time a week cadence tends to be the perfect balance of providing value, staying connected while not overdoing it. And when you do that, 
that's when you start to see your schedule maintain more consistent uh, as far as it's being full, because now you're staying in con continual communication and enabling patient retention at a maximum opportunity point, as well as reactivation. I got a question. You go ahead. First. I, I, I do too. Yeah. I think the first two that I hear people get stuck on right away is uh, the simple one of what platform should I use and what do I send out every week? What are some ideas for content? Because Boy, that sounds like a lot. Um, how do you answer that? Yep. So platforms, there's a bunch of great ones out there, whether you want to use MailChimp, AWeber, Constant Contact, basically they're all the same. They all have a little bit of different functionality, but in general, those are all going to be the same. With Patient Pilot by the Smart Chiropractor, we build the content and all the automations. But if you want to build your own and do it, do it that way, whether you choose MailChimp, AWeber, Constant Contact, they're all basically the same product. So don't get too caught up as far as that's concerned. This segment is sponsored by Genesis Chiropractic Software. UAC members rely on innovative and rock solid practice solutions, especially when it comes to EHRs, practice management, and billing. This is why UAC recommends and stands behind Genesis Chiropractic Software. Genesis is a best in class, all in one chiropractic practice management system that has you covered from patient scheduling to documentation and all the way through billing. Genesis uses the power of AI to find work in the system and automatically assign that work to the right person, preventing tasks from falling through the cracks. Thousands of high volume practices rely on Genesis every day to successfully grow and maintain their practices. And additionally, they integrate with most of your favorite marketing, scheduling, and payment solutions. Schedule a demo of Genesis today by visiting www.genesischiropracticsoftware.com and be sure to mention UHC as well. The second component, as you said, what do I teach about? We always think about things through the lens of teach and invite consistently. How do I teach, educate, entertain, and engage? Invite, that's the call to action, and do it consistently. So some ideas for that are, who are your ideal clients? Who are your ideal patients? What's your patient avatar? What do you want to have the conversation around? And I like to think about it and chunk it down to months and then weeks. So months, you think about what are 12 big ideas, big topics we have in and around our practice? Is it sports care? Is it family care? Is it a niche like spinal decompression and shockwave? Probably a combination of different things. Great. Identify those big rocks. Uh, those are your monthly topics. And then say, awesome. Sports is going to be this month. We're going to talk about that weekly through email. So each week I'll have a different take on a sports topic, how to get the best performance with chiropractic care, how to stay on the field might be a different topic, how chiropractic helps top athletes you know, perform their best might be a different weekly topic. But when you chunk it down to the big ideas, and then you break down, as I'd like say, different takes, different opportunities to talk about those big ideas, it starts to simplify the process a lot. Yeah, That's I mean, awesome. content is always, always the hardest part, right? Um, I know we did it with Genesis. It's like, man, we got to create this nurture sequence. And it was like a lot of work once you actually sit down to write. So one of the things um, in content is the subject line and open rate, right? The, if you start just sending emails to your existing patients or even new patients, I would think, and if they read your content, maybe it's great content, but they have to open it. So first of all, so they can read your great content and then say, oh, the next one I want to open again. Now it's actually valuable to me. But getting them over that first, that, that hump, if you would, what's some key points to getting them to open an open rate? And what is a good open rate? Yeah, great question. So there's, I'm going to break that down with two separate answers. One is if you had a dormant list and you haven't messaged them, 
I recommend sending we what we call internally a success blast with, with the smart chiropractor. And that's basically letting people know, hey, I'm going to start emailing you, <laughs> right? We're going to start providing you some great information so that people know what's coming. That's a great warmer as opposed to just starting to send and you have a list of 10,000 patients maybe that you've never sent to in the past. So I do recommend a little bit of a warmer. And it's basically just, hey, here's what we're going to do. We know that patients are missing out on a lot of information you know, that can help them live the healthiest life possible. And we have that information. So we're going to start sharing with you on a weekly basis. Paraphrasing, but that's an easy way to warm somebody up to that you're going to email. Second component, Brian, that you mentioned, I think is really important is your uh, subject line is directly correlative to, to your open rate. If your open rates stink, you have a subject line issue. If your click-through, CTR, click-through rate stinks, you have a copy issue, meaning body copy. What are you writing in the email itself? So you want to monitor your open rate and your click-through rate. Now, a great open rate in healthcare is about 20 to 25%. If you're below 15, you got some yellow and red flags going off there. It might be a list issue. It might be a subject line issue. But realistically, you want to be 20 to 25%. We looked at our data for our docs. We average 32% open rate for our docs. And our highest doc is over 50%. They're 51, 52%. So I'd say you know, if you're about 30%, you're doing great. If you're below 50 or below 20, you probably want to look at subject line or list quality and identify what's going on there. But those are what I would use as far as general rules of thumb. As far as click-through rate going one step further would be one to 2%. If you can blow that out of the water, wonderful. But a one to 2% click-through rate, you're doing just fine. At Quartermaster Tax Management, one of the things that we know when you're running your business is you want to be confident that you're not overpaying your taxes. In order to do that, you really need a bulletproof tax strategy to keep more of what you earn. The problem is the majority of business owners, specifically chiropractors, grossly overpay on taxes and don't even know it, which ultimately leaves them frustrated and discouraged. We believe you work hard for that money and should be able to keep more of it. So after working with hundreds of chiropractors, we understand how frustrating it is to overpay on taxes. But as certified tax strategists who specialize in the R&D healthcare space, we found over $30 million for our clients and tax credits since 2021. It's really easy to get started with us too. First, you get in a qualifying call to make sure you actually qualify for the credits. Then very simply, we apply for the credits for you and ultimately then help you reclaim your tax savings every single year. Visit our website at quartermastertax.com or call and schedule a call with us today and find out how much the IRS owes you. Don't forget to mention UAC. Just to finish the thought, though, on the subject line, the content itself, what are some tricks or tips to get people to actually, that, that what needs to be in the subject line, what yep. should not be in the subject line? Uh, so short and sweet, and in, you want to generate curiosity. So it's a great idea to generate curiosity. So great subject lines could be uh, time-based. Let me let me give some specific examples. New, <laughs> and then you know, and then a blog title, right? People like new stuff. So that's it stimulates uh, you know uh, curiosity. I want to know what's new. Uh, how Dr. Allen got rid of back pain in less than two weeks. That's interesting. That's curiosity, right? That's driven by curiosity. Um, those are great ways. New, time-based, anything that generates curiosity. I always think of a great subject line. I write a lot of subject lines that end with dot, dot, dot. 
So it's like half the sentence, right? You know, the, the, the new research on sports chiropractic, dot, dot, dot. Huh, that's interesting. Well, you know, now when I'm sending it to a chiropractor, the gen- to, to generate curiosity, right? Where I'm like, wow, right. you know, how Michael Jordan, you know, how insert pro athlete here stays in the game, dot, dot, dot. That could be a right. great one when you open it up. Now the body copies all around sports chiropractic. So I think any new is always an easy one. <laughs> um, how is always an, how blank did blank in blank amount of time is a great one. And anything that generally ends in dot, 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 because your goal is to generate curiosity, not to teach them everything in the subject line itself. Do you have a common mistake that's made in the subject line? Uh, Way too long, way too boring. Um, So, you know, Dr. Jeff's weekly email newsletter, 72 (laughs) subject line. Like nobody wants that ever. Right. So, you know, like what's in it for them? There's like, oh, I missed 72. Because if somebody saw me send that, they'd be like, what is this guy doing? But, (laughs) you know, we want to generate better curiosity than that. So, um, so yeah, the biggest, the biggest challenges I see are subject lines that are way too long or way too boring because they're statement driven, not curiosity driven. Hey, Jeff, I'm curious. You're, if this is, you think this is a good idea or not, but it, we were, we're creating, we've never done a weekly email for UAC. So we sat down last week with Krista and mapped that out for the year. And Krista started using this AI bot of chat GPT because what Brian said, she was stumped like, hey, can you give me five good subject lines for an email campaign for a mastermind group? And then, and same thing with the body content. And she was like, holy moly, this was, or we had one because, you know, like we just came off of our ultimate growth conference, which is our marketing in coming up here in February is our ultimate life conference, which is where we go through different mindset, uh, lifestyle. That's the topic and the subject. And so the middle one is ultimate wealth is the one in May in Austin. And so we wanted a tagline and we were stuck. Like, what do you want to say? Like, is it building generational wealth or so she just put that in, like for an ultimate wealth conference, give me five taglines around wealth and finance. And she's like, it was really impressive. So anyways, that's just, have you played with that yet? Do you suggest using that if you're kind of stuck to just, and anybody not familiar, I think it's like chatgpt.com. You should Google that and you just type in a query or a question and it pretty quickly spits out the answer, sort of like Google, but more specific to a direct an- question or answer. Yeah. I've used Lex, L-E-X, which is a competitor to them. And I find it to be, here Here would be my take on it, is that um, it's like, it'll do a lot of work for you, but it's not the ultimate panacea. So I think the docs listening that are unfamiliar with it, it's like, wow, do I just go there and it's going to build everything for me? No, Dr. Allen, you said it exactly right. You got to go there with a concept or an idea. It is a great creative influencer. Uh, In other words, if you go there and you're like, I know I want to write a chiropractic weekly email newsletter. I have some ideas of what I want to do, man, that can really be an accelerator to your process, but it's not going to do all the work for you. So for the docs listening that haven't, I'd absolutely recommend heading out to heading over to uh, the chat uh, GPT, head over to Lex um, and just play with it. it. They're great creative tools if for nothing else, just to get your mind going, but I've found them to be great, uh, opportunities to build out. So I've used it. I'll just tell you my personal use case. I've used it when let's say I've written uh, 200 words or 500, insert number of words here. I've written a piece, but I'm like, I want that blog to be longer, but I don't know really where to go with it. 
I use those tools and it helps me to then generate like, oh, that's a great one-liner. I can write a paragraph off of that. So I use it as what I'll call a creative influencer to hype up what I'm doing, similar to how you just mentioned, Chris, to use it. You kind of knew what you, you wanted. You went over there. It's not going to do all the work for you. So any doc that's expecting that will be sorely disappointed, but it certainly can help you get way more creative by harnessing the power <laughs> of uh, the internet. <laughs> yeah, we use it our COO. We, we have... So I heard you speak on email list at Parker last year and you hit me because we have 7,000 name lists, I think 8,000 for our clinics that we just, you know, I was like, I don't open these emails. I've spent the last year opting out of every email unsubscribing. This, this is stupid. And you convicted me in your presentation at Parker. And I was like, all right, we've got an untapped resource. So we committed to once a week emails and Dr. Shelby Lockridge, she's our COO for our clinics. Um, she creates those. And she, we were playing with this the other day, and I said, write me an email on DISC. And it, on like, like I think we said, can you write an educational email about DISC health, spinal DISC health? And it generated, and it was exactly as you said, we then went in and filled in around it. And uh, it really was kind of a, a shortcut. It wasn't the end-all, be-all, but it really did kind of help speed up that process quite a bit. For cool. Sure. Well, Dr. Jeff, we appreciate your time, man. And uh, thanks for sharing. I, I, I can promise everybody listening from after hearing you teach this, implementing it, um, major impact, brand awareness, just staying in front of people who've been in our offices in the past, who are in there now. Um, it, it, it's such a, it's something we're so used to, but there's so much valuable information. And I know you teach on this in other areas. If people want to go deeper with you, where do they find you? Yeah, you can find me. Uh, you can shoot me a message, Jeff at thesmartchiropractor.com, or you can head over to the blog at thesmartchiropractor.com. We have a, hundreds of resources all around this topic as well. So there's a great, great tools and resources. Awesome, man. Thanks, Thanks Dr. So Brian. Much, Thanks, Dr. Jeff. Have a great one, guys. Thank you.